Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to 32 Fans. Happy birthday to you, Akiva. You know, usually, it's 11 o'clock on your birthday right now. Mm -hmm. Usually at 11 o'clock on one's birthday, Mm. they're engaging in sort of a romantic nightcap. And so are you, because you're recording a podcast with me. (laughs) True. I did get an email from you a week ago. You're you're in Israel here. We're both here for the holidays. Won't see each other. Uh, we will probably not see each other. Yeah, we will not see each other. I got a message from you. Hey, do you want to hang out in the nude today? Which, uh, you know, I was, I have been Wait, waiting for that email for a couple years. Is, is um, this a bit or something? No, you really sent that email. You could check your archives. This is not a bit. Uh, right before Yom Kippur, you sent yeah. me an email. Hey, do you want to, you were talking about going to the mikvah with me. Oh, yeah, which yeah. Which is a place. It's too much. Just Google it if you don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. Anyway, so you wanted to hang out naked. Yeah. Um, think of like a, a sauna, but like dirtier. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I not I I was not. I'm too lazy to to like. If you want to like just hang out naked here, that would be one thing. But I'm not going. I'm not going like 45 minutes by bus to uh, to see you. Anyway, yeah, we didn't see each other. Um, we will see each other in 10 days, though. Do you know what's in 10 days? Is it the cereal thing? The most momentous thing in the history of the internet, the our cereal tournament. Uh, I'd say people in the street yeah. are rabid. They like they can't sleep at night. They're so excited for the cereal tournament. We're gonna have some some listeners there, a bunch possibly. We'll see. You know, I don't know where we should cut it off. Maybe listeners should have to like apply because uh, we have got a lot of uh, inquiry. I got a I got a couple of WhatsApps today. Hey, when's the cereal tournament? And it was like, wait, first tell me who you are, because like. It's possible it's canceled. I want to know who this is. And it was like it was, it was like when it was Av. I'm like, all right, Av, I'll tell you when it is. But if it's like, a, yeah, like a listener, always awkward. I um, I made a couple faux pas recently. Where were we? Oh, we were at um, at my kid's mm-hmm. school on Sunday a couple weeks ago. There was some kind of a like a Sunday yeah. brunch, and later that day there was a birthday party for a kid in the class. So for some of the parents, so you know, I was making small talk with these other parents. And my sort of my first go to small talk conversation was complaining to the dads about how, like, you know, this is eating into like football time and we got to like tire the kids out so they'll go home and take a nap so we can watch football. And then when that conversation would be exhausted, the only other conversation I'd have for these random dads was, all right, so, um, you know, will we see you at so and so's party later? And after like the second person didn't know what I was talking about, I realized that this kid did not invite everyone else in his class yeah. to his party. And my kids' school, the girls' like, school at least, uh, boys' school is probably lawless, but, and you have sons only. The girls' school, it's like there are very strict rules on like inviting to birthday parties. I think. 
But there's only like 15 yeah, kids in the class. And also they're three it's years old. Thing. And also it's like a week into the school year. So it's not like the kid. Right, right. It's, it's not like, like he's being. I mean, I guess I should clicks. be. We should be flattered that my son is in the cool crowd. He got invited apparently. Yeah. But like, yeah. Um, all right. So I, I know it's, it's all you could think about, but we do have something to get to. No, yeah, football? we're not talking about football yet. We have to talk cereal. Oh, the Vikings, uh, okay, because yeah. I have at some point tonight or tomorrow, I need to buy 32 boxes of cereal, so I need to know what to, what to buy. Okay, so I'm going to read to you, and we'll get to football after this. I'm, I'm going to read to you the 21 direct entrance into the uh, the cereal tournament, and then I'll then uh, we'll discuss what, what else should make it. Wait, so these are the 21 that do, that do not, not need to have, need a, to have a playing game, exactly. these are automatics. And if you disagree, you know, speak now or forever hold your peace. Okay, A, B, fine. Uh, who I believe is going to be our third co-host on the podcast. Any, I think anyone who's there will have some sort of vote. We have to work out like the voting mechanism. But I think anyone who comes can can try. Like I'll have enough cereal and milk and thing, whatever for everybody. Um, Wait, so just to be clear, are you hijacking this episode? Until yeah, it's my birthday. I can do things like episode. that. But we will talk football. The faster we okay. get through the cereal, the faster right. we get to football. I am hijacking okay. this. Uh, hijacking this. Um, Okay. Uh, by the way, I went out to, to dinner with my family and I invited you. You did not want to come. And I'd say uh, never, no one's ever made a better decision. My son, uh, in a span. It was going to be you, your wife, all your children. Yeah, they would have, my kids would have loved it. They would have been very happy to see Chester. Um, they, yeah. The, I see, the, like, the six of us are together constantly. It's not like a special occasion. Um, <laughs> I mean, the five of them are, are together constantly. But yeah, they usually go out without you. Yeah. Actually, oh, almost always. Um, like today, they they yeah. left me alone for my birthday, and they went out to some event. Um, I uh, in the span of twenty seconds, my one year old son ran away from the table, like because we were sort of sitting outside. He ran away. He he ripped the yamako off my four year old son's head, threw it as far as he could, uh, then like went up behind the four year old son, tackled him, a one year old tagging a four year old, and then bit him on the back. This was like fifteen to twenty seconds. That was like emblematic of the whole night. They, it was great. I realized. Yeah, I mean, the four-year-old should not be able to be brought down by the one-year-old. My I'm, my one-year-old could take you down. He is he is he is a, a run stopper. He is. Re- could he could he beat you in basketball? He he's already like messy level in soccer. People are gonna think I'm crazy. I'll, I will post a video of like he drop kicks. He kicks the ball to himself. He throws it in the air and he kicks it while it's in the air, and he screams goal. He's, yeah, he's. Never have there been athletic children who have no. But my four-year-old son is worse than I was. Like my four-year-old son runs away from the ball. Uh, so basically, your other kids take after your wife. Uh, no, I would. Two of my kids are athletic. One uh, is just tall, so she's like starts on the basketball team. But I don't think she's extremely athletic. And then one is it, it, literally afraid of of the ball. And it's gonna be the kid like eating worms in right field. Um, okay, twenty one direct entrance. Honeycombs, fru- fruity okay. pebbles, frosted flakes, post raisin bran. I think that's the most popular raisin bran, right? Cheerios. Yeah. Uh, Fruity Pebbles, I'm not but a fan then, of. But listen, uh, we're talking about the 21 main cereals. And don't give away too many of your biases. But we're having Fruit Loops and Fruity Pebbles? We're having both of them? Yeah. I mean, we're picking 32 cereals. We're not, you know, we're not picking a champion Whatever. Tonight. Okay, uh, whatever. You didn't want to include granola, but we have to have multiple Fruity che- Cheerios, Special Cake, Corn Flakes. Wait, regular, regular Cheerios? Regular Cheerios. There's going to be multiple types of Cheerios. But not there honey are, Cheerios get okay. multiple types. Um, cor- what kind of sequence is this? Corn like? Flakes, Honey Nut Cheerios, Golden yeah. Grams. Rice Krispies, Apple Jacks, Fruit Loops, um, Captain Crunch or Cap'n Crunch. How do you do? You really pronounce it Cap'n Crunch because there's no T. 
Yeah, it's Captain. Oreo O's, which apparently are the most popular cereal in, Amel- in, cereal in America right now, so they have to be included. Uh, that's insane. I know but it's okay, insane, uh, but they're so pop. I've never tried okay, them. That's fine. But if Whatever. they're if they're literally like Amazon says, like the most popular cereal in, in America, they're, they're cookies with milk. I can understand. Corn pops. Okay, next. Tricks. Cinnamon yeah, Toast yeah. Crunch. Yeah. Kicks. Yeah. Crispix. Alphabets and Cocoa Pebbles. That's fine. Okay. All right, so those 21 are in. There are a bunch of play-in matchups. We have... I, yeah, there's a lot that should be in, I think, but Honey Bunches of Oats has to be in, first of all, automatically. You think your Honey Bunches of Oats did not make the 23. Well, you're going to see what happens. So the play-in matchups, there's 11 play-in matchups where it's two cereals fighting for a spot or in a couple of cases, three cereals fighting for a spot. I will say... Well, like, for example, Fruit Loops and Fruity Pebbles should fight for a spot because they're the same thing. I think they're both too popular. I think Fruity Pebbles is like... You know, when, uh, so, uh, like, some of these... I did a lot of cereal research, and, like, some of these cereals, like, have their own... I feel like every person whose house I go into has honey bunches of oats. Yeah, because parents are monsters nowadays and don't let their kids have sugar. Um, I, I think honey I mean, bunches of oats will make the right. tournament. Okay, here are the matchups, and I think the way we should do the matchups instead of voting now... You know there's, like, seven different honey bunches of oats. There's a chocolate... I know, I didn't want to get too fancy. I don't want to get to, like, into, like, eight varieties of the same thing. Like, Cheerios are famous enough that I think yeah, regular and Honey Nut yeah. Cheerios have to be locks. And there will be a third Cheerio yeah, yeah, play. Sure. Let me say this. Okay. Uh, the way I think we should do it, because we don't have AB, I asked AB like an hour ago if he could come on, and I asked our food correspondent Haley. But again, I asked both of them, like assuming that they're unemployed and just happen to be by a mic um, a few minutes ago. So I think what we should do is we should make a, a doc and just have people vote on it. And then um, and they could, they could select the play in matchups instead of both of us, unless you want to do it right now. Okay. Which one? What's your preference? Uh, I don't know. Just keep all right. Going. So here are the eleven playing matchups. They they're all themed. French toast crunch versus waffle crisp. All right. Ugh, okay. The the nerd division. Kashi versus fiber one versus grape nuts. Yeah, those are all. The crisp yeah. division. Cookie yeah, versus cookie. golden crisp. I thought you already had the cookies. Or oh, those are Oreo cookies. Yeah, Oreo O's. Um, See, I would say Golden Crisp should be in there, but whatever. Yeah, well, Golden Crisp can make it. They just have to beat out Cookie Crisp first. But... Honestly, so, so going back to how I started this, so you know like on your birthday, like your wife will, might do something special for you mm. that she wouldn't ordinarily do, but she's sort of like, well, it's your birthday. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> what are you doing in here? Except so, so usually it's not with the kids in the background. So. Oh, thank you. I'm getting, I'm getting a birthday present. Oh, thank you. Say goodnight to the podcast. Goodnight, Close my door, buddy. <laughs> was that Noam? That was that was my four year old. Who listen? It's a vacation. Yeah, you could be up at eleven o'clock. Once He's got up his game. Um. Okay. The berry division: Crunch Berries versus Berry Berry Kicks versus Oops All Berries. I've never heard of any of those. You've so. never heard of Berry Berry Kicks? I could well, I, I can figure out what it is. And Crunch Berries is Captain kicks. Crunch. I think I may have heard of. Okay, I've, the third one I've never heard of. Oops, berries. Oops, all berries. It's it's newer no, compared to the other ones. Um, the Whatever. the the special Cheerios division, which is apple cinnamon versus multi grain versus chocolate Cheerios. The check. There's a lot more Cheerios. The checks division: yeah, rice checks versus corn checks versus cinnamon checks. That's a three way. Yeah. Those the are life garbage. division, which is regular life versus cinnamon life. I think regular life. Oh, how is how well, is life well, not if, in the well, final here's, here's my logic. If life is not better than cinnamon life, it doesn't belong in the tournament. It doesn't deserve yeah. it. Yeah. So okay. it has to play its way in, but again, it's playing against the weak seed. I, I, again, we have multiple fruity, whatever. Yeah. The Boring Flakes division, that's Wheaties versus Total. 
And I think Wheaties has to make it, even though it's like hard to find nowadays. To- total sucks. The the wheat division. Uh, Wheaties is not good either, but anyway. I know, but it's it's a legacy cereal. Wheaties' entire name brand is because, but nobody's ever liked Wheaties. Its only value has ever been like the cover. I agree, although I do think it's like the slightest bit underrated. Like you could have a no, bowl no, of Wheaties, no, and it's it, like, it, hey, this it, is not bad. Listen, Wheaties is not going to win this uh, tournament. I haven't had Wheaties is not going to win this tournament. Yeah, All right, okay. the wheat division, which is shredded wheat versus frosted mini wheats. Okay. Two more. The oats, the oats division, which is Honey Bunch's votes versus Chester's beloved Cracklin Oat brand, which a New Jersey writer bought 120 boxes of cereal and ranked them. And he said Cracklin Oat brand, quote, smells like a barn. <laughs> so I think Honey yeah, Bunch's votes is going to make surprisingly it. Good. Uh, if I'm being honest, I'd like, you know, I'd rather have Cracklin Oat brand over plain Cheerios just because, you know, it's got more sugar. Yeah, but we can't put Cracklin Oat brand in the tournament over plain Cheerios. And yeah. then, uh, yeah, no, no, I'm just saying because that that's a choice I actually make frequently because I look at you know when we run out of honey bunches of oats, those are like the next best options. Okay, uh, and then uh, Reese's peanut butter puffs versus cocoa puffs, the puffs division. So in all those cases, like if you love cocoa puffs, you're like, hey, cocoa puffs should be in there. Well, it's got to be the best puff to get in there, you know, or or the checks. Like if you think rice checks is better than corn checks, which it is, like it's gotta it's gotta earn its way in. All right, let me just all right, one more thing with cereal and then we're going to we're going to move on to football. I have a list yep. of 7 cereals that did not make the play-in or the 21. Tell me if you think these deserve a spot, okay? okay. Honey Smacks are probably big enough to make it into the tournament. Is that the logo with the frog? Yes, the logo with the frog. The issue with Honey yeah. Smacks is like it's gotten like four Never different salmonella recalls recently. So I don't want to eat it. Okay, not good. What about Lucky Charms? Why okay, all right, we're going to get there. Crave, which is a cereal that exists in America, but I believe is originally Israeli, Israeli and called like Oogies or something. I don't know what it's called here. Uh, it's like cookies? Yeah. yeah. I don't know what you're talking okay. about. Next, not necessary. Fiber One, to me, is just too boring. Do you think Fiber One belongs? I think Fiber One maybe could go into play in with the, with the boring cereals like Kashi. Um, actually, it is. It's yeah, I think you could put it. Kashi yeah. is actually, in, it's in there yeah. with Fiber One and... All right, a few more. Quisp. Do you know anything about Quisp? People said to like Quisp. People said put Quisp in. I don't want to. I don't want to. Like I can't even yeah. vote on it. I don't know. All right, Cinnabon cereal. What do you think? I I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know either. Trader Joe's Mango O's. People really like. Should we have an? There's, well, there's. A, I mean, if. If we're going to go into, like, Trader Joe's cereals, there's a million. I know, but this is supposedly, sort of like, the best subject. sort of indie cereal. Trader Joe's Mango O's. Well, again, how can granola not be in this, in this tournament? Because it's, it's not insane. a cereal. It's a breakfast. Well, all right, and the last the, one, the, the most controversial of all, is Lucky Charms. It's the only mainstream cereal that's not kosher. To me, we can't eat it, so how could we judge it? Are we the only judges? I thought you said there's going to be some people in the crowd. Well, the three judges, me, you, and A.B., all keep kosher. Now, A.B. is Sephardi. I don't know what they... They might have, like, different opinions on, on I don't know, gelatin. But the... <laughs> but I, the... The... What's it, they do, right? Because, like, I had Sephardi friends in high school. I used to, like... I don't know. I don't gum. know. I don't um, know. All right. So, I, I, your wife said that we have to include Lucky yeah. Charms in the tournament. And also we should cancel the podcast. But we should include I think Lucky she said Charms. it's one of the few things she misses from, you know, becoming religious. Yeah, that she misses Lucky religion. Charms. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, first of all, granola has to be in this tournament. You're being stupid. All right, if people demand granola, well, we will put it in. Let's let's have the listeners. We'll put that to vote. Uh, so what we're going to do is we will have when people by the time people listen to this, we will accompany this with a Google Doc where you could anonymously vote for these eleven matchups, and then there will be a yes or no question: Should granola be in the tournament? Okay. Okay. So now we're down to about uh, four, fifty cereals. I have to buy thirty-two tomorrow, so we'll we'll figure this out tonight and tomorrow. All right, let's talk football. Okay, what do you got for me this week? All right, so I was in, well, I was in the situation this week, uh, which you were in also, uh, which I also was in, or excuse me, which you were also in two weeks ago for Rosh Hashanah, and which you will be in next week as well. Which is that there was a holiday on Sunday and Monday, such that we saw no football live. Yeah, second time, th- weeks one, three, and four, we can't watch football live because of a holiday. Um, it stinks, but we're most of the way there at this point. Yeah, so um, so the Vikings game was against the Buffalo Bills. They were 17-point favorites. It was sort of it was a game that they were resting guys like uh, Delvin Cook and Everson Griffin, or so I thought at the time. It turns out Everson Griffin had like a mental Right, right, yeah, he was not being rested. But... Um, yeah, but but it seemed like, you know, well, this is, you know, obviously they're going to win. Now, I actually thought they weren't going to cover because they were resting so many guys, but everybody picked them to cover. It wasn't even worth So I thought this game doesn't even matter. We're playing on Thursday night against the Rams, the two best teams in the NFL on short rest. So that's why we got to rest, guys. Going to totally overlook this game. Nevertheless, because I watch every Vikings game, I had set up so that Monday night, the holiday would end at 7 p.m. our time, which is noon Eastern. And I was going to immediately, uh, the first thing I was going to do upon the uh, ending of the holiday Monday night was watch the Vikings game for my first, you know, uh, whatever amount of time it took after the holiday. My dad, because he has no patience, Monday morning in synagogue, goes to his friend in synagogue who he knows who he knows would know the results, and he went and found out the score. And he comes back to me, and he says, I have to tell you what happened in this game. And I'm like, don't tell me. And then he starts being annoying and giving these little hints and stuff, and he says to me, it was the worst half in professional football history, just making all these annoying comments, which turned out to be completely true, but I just thought he was being sarcastic mm-hmm. and annoying, right? But anyways, I had no idea what happened in this game, and I completely disregarded my dad as a troll. And then uh, Monday afternoon at like 6 p.m., with like less than an hour to go over this holiday, I'm in the park, and I run into uh, your friend, uh, Chemi Aronoff, mm-hmm. who a lot of people think looks like you. He has all of your good looks, but none of your charm. Oh, that's so nice. So, yeah. <laughs> he says to me, he says to me, he's like, oh, my God, did you hear about all the games yesterday? That's pretty good, Chemi impression, him, by the way. And Chemi's also I everywhere him, at the I same want time. To hear about like, he's, like, he's in four different countries at once always. Yeah, and I said to him, you can tell me whatever you want about every single game, but do not tell me anything about the Vikings game because I'm watching it an hour from now. And he said, the Vikings got killed by the Bills 31-6. to It destroyed all the survivor pools. It's crazy. It's the biggest upset in 27 years. And I'm like... Did you just hear what I said? Now, I spoke to him because I, I got a message from you right what an after. Asshole. And I spoke to I spoke to I was going to say our mutual friend, but I don't think you're friends with him. And I said, <laughs> um, I said, why did you spoil the game? And he the way he described it, he said that um, you said, hey, don't spoil the game. And he made a slight face and you were like, um, what? And you're like, you basically like. Sort of goaded him into into tell, telling him what happened, telling you. What I happened. did not goad him into anything, and then he told me, and I said, "Well, I told you not to do it." And then I said to him, I, I, "Whatever." I did not goad him. That's a really now. I have thing. not. Hemi does not listen to the podcast because he's a jerk, and he. Um, <laughs> yes, we just established that he. What's it called? He does. Uh, he has not. He does not know about the serial tournament, and he would 
probably kill himself if he finds out that he was not invited to it. Um, he would be very upset. I don't want to say kill himself. Um, I'm not, I think he's uninvited at this point. I don't think he can be allowed to come. From your mouth to Chemi's ears. He can't come. Yeah. I, I, I think he... Yeah, because he's going to come and immediately announce what the He's going to spoil be. who wins the serial tournament, it's, and then he's going to like post on Twitter afterwards before yeah. he posts the episode. Yeah, I think he's got he's to get a yeah, one-week oh, ban, 10-day sure ban from all podcast-related matters that he's never in, you know, had any interaction with, so he is banned from the serial tournament. Watch out. You could be next. Not you, because I need you to record. But someone else could be banned from the... Yeah. Serial tournament. All right, let's talk about week. Yeah, four. but basically, so yeah, so basically, um, that ruined that for me. And so then I got back and I saw that he actually wasn't lying, except it wasn't thirty-one to six; it was twenty-seven to six. Mm-hmm. But you know, whatever. Uh, I actually I watched like the highlights of the game, like the seven-minute highlight video, mm-hmm. because I still don't. The the problem with those NFL highlight videos, they show like. Why didn't you watch the whole game? That's crazy. Play. Because I already knew what happened. And yeah, but you, you got to scout. You got to scout your team, see who's who's up and who's down. Well, I'll tell you who's down. The entire offensive line. And we've known that all along. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the part that I... So so then, so I also ended up watching all these highlight videos for all the other games, like the Lions-Patriots game, for example. But the one thing that's really unhelpful about those videos is it doesn't show tons of drives just ending three and out, three and out, three and out. Mm-hmm. So, for example, what it doesn't show in the Patriots game is it didn't show why the Patriots only scored 10 points. Right? Mm-hmm. And so for the Vikings game, I saw... This, uh, like, I, I saw their first possession, the fumble on the first play resulting in the touchdown, and then the second possession, the fumble resulting in the touchdown, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But I didn't see every other drive, so I don't understand how they went, you know, three and a half quarters of the game without scoring any points. Okay. Like, I understand how Buffalo scored 27 points. I don't understand how the Vikings hit zero. So, it's almost the right. Anyway. If it's one, what if the Bills go 1-15 and, and this is their Panthers 1-15 and 15, only lost to the Vikings week one type of thing? Only beat the Vikings week one type of thing. Well, there was that year again. There was a year when there were two teams in the NFL that won one fifteen, Carolina and Detroit, and they both beat Minnesota that year mm-hmm. and nobody else. So they went two and one against Minnesota because and you know zero and thirty one against the rest of the NFL. Um, but here's the crazy thing about all this. So I saw less football than I've ever seen before this week, and yet so I was thinking I'm not even gonna guess the lines because it was by the time I sort of was around to guessing the lines, it was like midnight Monday night, and I had not really I had seen maybe an hour of football highlights, but didn't really know what was going on. I'm like, what's the point even? But I thought, you know what? I'm going to guess the lines. Mm-hmm. And I destroyed Bill and Sal. I won 12 to 8 to 3. Of the 15 games, I was off a combined 9.5 points total in 15 games. Mm-hmm. So I demolished both of them. And here's my, here's my theory. I think that watching football hurts you when it comes to guessing the lines. Interesting. Because you're, you're, you're swayed. And by this would explain things. why Bill and Sal One of my terrible. kids, by the way. Well, because, yeah, because, because here's the thing. All that matters for the line is the final score. So if the final score is 27-24... It doesn't matter whether it was a neck-and-neck game or it was a blowout and the other team scored, you know, a couple garbage-time touchdowns to make the final score look closer. Mm-hmm. Like, that doesn't matter. But when you watch the game, you'll know that. So in your head, you'll think, oh, yeah. So I think that watching the game gives you biases that just looking at the scores and knowing nothing else doesn't. Mm-hmm. That's my theory. I don't know. Could be wrong. But, yeah, I destroyed Bill and Sal this one of my And you still have not guessed the lines. I, well, I started guessing the lines, but I was listening. I was on. I had a long trip home uh, after the holidays, so I was listening to Bill and Sal. But I was guessing before each game. So I did sort of guess them, but not officially. Uh, one of my kids, by the way, right as we were starting, brought in like a homemade birthday card that they made um, with like a big Jets logo and like a green happy birthday card. But my daughter also wrote hashtags on the bottom. Can I read the hashtags? Hashtag Jets boy. Sure. Hashtag birthday boy. Hashtag happy birthday. Hashtag I love you. Hashtag English birthday. I guess as opposed to Hebrew birthday. Hashtag sweet day. So uh, 
We've got to get the hashtags in on the on the on the birthday card. Beautiful and a really good Jets logo. Anyway, uh, so okay. I I was Great. way off. I would have gotten destroyed in, and I'll tell you what I guessed. How about that? When you mentioned some of the spreads, I would have I would have got I would have sure. lost by a well, thousand points to you guys. Well, there was only one. Again, I was off nine and a half points total. Of those nine and a half points, three and a half points were one game. San Francisco at the Chargers. I really underrated the absence of Jimmy G. I thought the Chargers would be six point favorites. Mm-hmm. And they're nine and a half points. You've also, like, you're destroying our whole pick em pool, which is 100 people you're crushing. Like, you've really been on the money in pick so far. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm in first place. Yeah, you're you're 15 and six against the I'm spread in, in your best bets. In... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, anti-survivor. I'm one of, like, five people Five left. people left? Yeah, that's a lot of... Uh, so, a lot of. Uh... So I have something going for me, even though uh, my football team is terrible. I mean, your football team but, is still, like, right, so uh, going to host a playoff game. Like, don't get worked up about this one game. Well, it is... Here's the crazy part. Like, I was trying to do my power rankings for this week, and I was like, well, how low can I... Can I put the Vikings, like, 30th? Like, how low can I punish them? But, like, other than the Rams in Kansas City, like, who else do you put above them? Like, you know, Jacksonville just lost an ugly game at home to, to a garbage Tennessee team with no quarterback. The Eagles are 2-1 and one with a loss at Tampa, and they barely won at home against the Colts, and they have everybody back now, so they have no more excuses. Like, New Orleans won an overtime against Atlanta, Mazel Tov, but, you know, their previous two games were both garbage performances. I mean, who else is there? There's really it's – the, it's the Rams and the Chiefs and nobody. I right think there. we're being too reactionary. Like, the Eagles are still a good team. Let's not go crazy. Uh, the Falcons might no, be no, good. I understand. Let me ask you a question. Saying, Let's talk I'm fantasy not, for a second. I'm not saying these teams aren't good. I'm just saying based on, on how they perform so far this year. Let's talk fantasy for one second. Yeah, Forget about the fact that we're in like eight leagues together. We're, we're dead last. Yeah, we're 0-6 and, and getting trolled in the, uh, in the 32 fans league. Not just 0-6. We have like 100 points. I mean, to be fair, teams. our bench outscores most teams every week. We're just like somehow morons that have teams, players scoring two touchdowns on a bench yeah. in the 32-team league like Jakeem Grant. And our quarterback. Yeah, I don't know how we managed that this week. We played. We played Gabbard yeah, over Mariota, and uh, that did not work out. And then the next week, Mariota over Gabbard. Yeah, both weeks we guessed the wrong. Uh, anyway, uh, what was so here? I want to ask one of the more interesting fantasy questions in a while. I think if you bought Calvin Ridley on Fab this week, or if you had him in a deeper league or something already, what what would you trade him for if you didn't really need him? What do you think is the, what do you think is like a fair compensation for Calvin Ridley right now? Or if you were acquiring you know, him, what would you be willing to give up? He's still like, he was a distant third. He was way behind Mohamed Sanu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He happened to get three touchdowns. In, so you, you know, think this is totally game. unsustainable? Well, he's not going to have three touchdowns again, if that's what you're asking. Well, obviously. But like, do you think he's going to be a fantasy viable player? Would you sell high in him now? Because people are definitely asking. I have him in a few leagues. People are definitely asking for him. He's the third receiver on his team. I would absolutely sell high. If you can get any if you can get a weekly starter at any position, I would absolutely do it because he's not a mm-hmm. weekly starter. Isn't Kenny Galladay or Marvin Jones third receiver on his team? They're starters. Yeah, but I mean They're first fantasy of all, starters. Yeah, but but I mean first of all, that team, Julio Jones is like sucking up usually anyway, sucking up the targets on that yeah. team. Second of all, Detroit is going to be down in every game and it's going to have to pass 50 times a game because they're garbage. Whereas Atlanta, in theory, all the yeah, I think Julio Jones will also take it as a challenge. Like he had done nothing, and then he caught like a sixty-yard like bomb. Yeah, that game that was so play. crazy. Like a play like that, like won't even make the highlights. Like there was, yeah. there were so many. No, that that, was, that, that, probably that the game of the, the year so far. Game. That was the most fun game of the week. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Um, I, if I were you, I would trade Calvin Ridley. But before this podcast okay. comes out, because otherwise people are going to know. All right, uh, all right. Give me some lines. Give me some games. Uh, let's. What are we doing this week? I don't know. You tell me. There's 15 games. We got our first buys, Washington, Carolina on buy. Washington, Carolina. I, and I'm in like a bunch of leagues where someone has Cam Newton and Alex Smith in two yeah. QB leagues. 
you ever look about, at buys talk, when you draft or no? I don't. We, no, I don't at all. I like for quarterbacks, I do, but that's it. Uh, can we talk about food for a second? Again, let's go back food? to food. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, you know Somebody Feed Phil, the Netflix show? Are you familiar with it? Yeah. Phil Rosenthal, who created Everybody Loves Raymond? Yeah. Okay. Have you seen the show? I've seen uh, bits of it on Netflix. Not like all right. Have you seen like the, the the Tel Aviv episode, for example? No, I haven't seen it yet. All right. So there's there's the Tel Aviv episode. I think I'd eaten everything in that episode that's kosher, pretty much. Uh, the one thing I had in is uh, he he goes to the uh, the port. Uh, there's like a, the Tel Aviv port has like this um, sort of a food uh, sort of covered market situation, and he mm-hmm. has a sandwich there at Sherry Herring. Uh, you are famously anti Herring. But you, again, are famously anti-any food that a six-year-old doesn't like, so your food takes are always wrong. I mean, herring um, is trash food for garbage people, but keep going. Yeah, uh, and, and Phil Rosenthal, who's like a foodie deluxe, who's gone all over the world, who's eaten literally at the yeah, best Yeah, but he's an table. old Jew. Who loves herring? Old all over the world. Jews. He eats this sandwich, mm-hmm. and he says, this is the best sandwich I've ever had in my entire life. A herring which is, sandwich. Which is an incredibly positive thing to say. So having said that, obviously I have to eat the sandwich. And so, uh, we, so you we, went to Tel Aviv just to have this sandwich? Yes, more or less. But because my what's wife the name of the restaurant? Sher- it's not a restaurant. It's like a bo- it's like a booth. Sherry Herring. She's very famous. A the, booth. The woman who ma- it's it, it's it's a it's a it's a it's a covered market. It's okay. Shukhanamal. Okay, it's a marketplace. Okay, which was founded and you by you dragged these, your your wife there. It was founded by these three like celebrity chefs, and one of them, this woman who makes the sandwich shop, she's like she's like she's got a, a, a chef show on. T- on TV in Israel, and she's pretty famous mm-hmm. uh, and pretty attractive okay. also. Anyway, so um, – and, and I, I think Sherry is her mother's name actually. So it's called Sherry Herring. And anyway, so you go there, you get the sandwich, you have a shot of vodka. It's like a thing. And, uh, and, and now the lines are ridiculous because it's become known for being like the best sandwich in the world. So I, I schlepped my wife there and my kids late at night on the night we were in Tel Aviv because we had done like 17 other things that day. And Oh, I'm sure and, your kids were crushing these, these herring sandwiches. Yeah, and we had already had dinner, but, you know, I had to be there. And I got there and the stupid place was closed. And I was really pissed because, you know, it's one of these hipster places, so it doesn't have a website. It doesn't have a phone number. It had a Facebook page, but it didn't, you know, it, there, there were no hours available, so I didn't know it was closed. So I was really crushed. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have to wait six months or a year. Who knows when I'll get my next chance at the best sandwich on earth. So I was pretty bummed about that. And then um, the next day I'm at mm-hmm. the beach and a friend of mine shows up at the beach to meet us and he showed up with the sandwich. What a hero. He knew that you wanted it? Yeah, I had, I had complained to like multiple of my friends the night before. I had like bragged about how I was going there. I'm going to have the sandwich. I was talking it up to my foodie groups, which you're not in. So he brought food. you a sandwich. That is a good friend. Wow. Yeah, tr- tremendous friend. And actually, he actually brought me two of the sandwiches that I didn't realize because I ate one. And then like a week later, I'm going through the fridge. And I'm like, what is this bag? And I opened the bag and there was another one in there. So I actually had it like last night. And how was it? Was it the best sandwich you've ever eaten? No, it was not. That was over the top. It was good. It was like... It was like a much. It was like a really good version of like a bagel and lox. I would say, like cream cheese. Did and it lox. cost five thousand dollars? Because that's what I would need to have it. That's what I would need to eat the sandwich. Five thousand dollars. Yeah, because because again, you always like to say that I don't like food, which is so annoying. Your food tastes are literally the food taste of an eight-year-old. You don't like anything that's, that's not like true. complex or interesting. You like like hamburgers. There's and French nothing fries interesting about like, herring. That's like the first food we found when we were like prehistoric loser cavemen. No, but any of, you don't like all you. interesting foods. You like really boring, generic like like children's foods. You like ketchup and okay. You, you definitely you, put ketchup. I don't like ketchup. You're making you stuff up. <laughs> okay, you don't put ketchup don't on ketchup. your burger or your hot dog. I mean, I'm not Menachem Zomber, but I'll I I no, I don't like ketchup. Okay, all right. So you redeem yourself a little bit. Fine. Um, do you get your steaks well done? No. Okay. Okay. Good. All not right, at all. Okay, good. 
Right. Anyway, making stuff up. So, so, I, so yeah. the herring sandwich was good. It was like it had like a, some kind of a cream cheese in there. It had like chives or or, um, or onions or a green cream onions, cheese. By the way, like one of my five least favorite foods. Like I'm not it, going it was, to the sandwich. It, anyways, it was a very it was a really good sandwich, but um, it was not the best oh, sandwich boy. I ever had. The the shambrock okay. I, I had think... at Ishtabach, By the way, that was just that was amazing. You know the problem? The... I, now we're really. I mean, <laughs> I hope we've lost everyone already because we haven't started talking about football. We talk about cereal. And now you're giving Israeli restaurant reviews. Yeah. I know Rob loves this especially. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it, the problem with Ishtabach, uh, the review from my our our, uh, our overweight friend Chemi, um, and I, I say that with. And love, by the way, fat is, people uh, are the worst people to judge food because they're not disti- They don't distinguish. They eat everything. Not true. Not true. Not true. Anyway, um, he uh, he said that it's. Um, it's not a meal. It's a it's an appetizer. The, the the restaurant you're talking about, which I've heard from other people. So it's like you're going there, you're spending like main prices on an appetizer. Main prices. Like it was it was thirty seven. It was like eight dollars for our whole meal, each. I mean, if if you have no job like Chemi, that might be that might yeah. be. Yeah. Uh, doesn't doesn't anyway. Roll in it. Um. Yeah. So yeah, that that well, I'm mean, I'm mean, that's not specific to Israel because you might be able to find those in other parts of the world. I know they have one in Beirut. There's one in London. There's probably one in New York. What if we just don't talk about football? What yeah. if we just end? The- so I, I'm giving a plug here. So this thing that I had is called the shamburak. It is the Kurdish national food. The way I would describe mm-hmm. it, it sort of looks like a calzone almost. It's sort of the shape of a calzone, and it's sort of like a hard crusty, mm-hmm. like you know, baked calzone dough type thing. But the inside, okay. instead of being cheese and tomato sauce and pizza type foods, it's like a different kind of a grilled meat and, and spices. Yeah. And, and it's also, in the Machine Yehuda Shuk. You eat it with your hands, the, though. The famous you eat it with, They don't even give you a knife. They give you a fork for like the dipping sauces, but they. You ah, eat it with that's your why hands. you like it. Why? I okay. like eating with my hands? No, I actually eat almost everything with a, with a fork and knife, even when you're not supposed to. Oh, do you, do you have. Oh, I, I hope you. Should I bring not you a fork bars. and knife to the cereal tournament? <laughs> yeah, um, so, anyways, I'm just saying. If you go, yeah, to if Curry, any listeners come to Israel who have never been there before, we, I will take you out to Ishtabach and we. Uh, no, we'll, but, uh, but again, you can, get it, you can get uh, it. We'll decide. We'll play a game called uh, Appetizer or Main Course. Google the food. It's called Shamburak. It's the Kurdish national dish and, uh, and props mm-hmm. to the Kurds. Yeah, you can probably make really it yourself. Good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you can find a recipe um, somewhere. Okay. Bengals Falcons. Yes. What about it? I think it's a good that's the first game on my schedule. That's a good game. Okay. Uh, well, I, I guess you, you talked about Vikings Rams. So pick a winner for Vikings Rams since you already discussed <sighs> it. I'm actually gonna pick the Vikings to cover because I I'm hoping that we just get a mulligan and whatever the fuck happened on Sunday. And that but, line is seven? Well, the Vikings just line? lost at home by by twenty one points to the worst team in the NFL. So I mean, I guess that line would be three and a half. That's why I was so one of the reasons I was so off this week. Because I like you're getting so many points with the Vikings. I'm taking the Vikings, but I'm First taking all, the Rams, Rams to win. Vikings to cover. The Rams have had three straight blowouts. I'm taking the Rams to win and the Vikings to cover. Also, the way but, football works every year is we can't imagine a team losing until they lose. Yeah. Well, I you can't know what I mean? Kansas City but like, it's no possible. Defense. This same exact Ram te- Rams team got demolished last year. They got crushed by the Eagles. Like, it's yeah. it's not like well, they're they unbeatable. Also got, they also got crushed they by the have Vikings, the best coach, and they have a lot of good players, although yeah. they're already starting to be injured. Defense, uh, right? Yeah. I keep to leave out for the year now. Yeah. Um, or at least on IR. He could come back from IR. Uh, like, it's it's not like Jared Goff is is automatically going to win a Super Bowl. Like, he's yeah, still Jared Yeah, the Vikings' Goff. number one pass rusher is, like, jumping out of ambulances. Their offensive line is in complete shambles. Their running back who's averaging three yards a carry. Anyway, okay, but it doesn't have play. to be the Vikings. It could be the Saints. It could be the Falcons. It could be the Eagles. Yeah. I don't know. It could no, be, the it the could Saints be the, who couldn't Packers beat Cleveland if, at home or Tampa. Aaron Rodgers gets a new leg. The Falcons who have... You know, uh, yeah, the the NFC North went from, like, incredible to horrific to, like, maybe the Lions can win this thing in two weeks. Well, no, the, no, the, the Bears are in first place right now. 
Yeah, I mean the Bears have Josh. The Josh Cantor won't let me stop talking. Won't stop talking about how great the Bears are. So yeah, no, no better QB than Mitch. By the way, All it was right, so a lot. You know why I'm doing great in my spreads? Because I bet Arizona to cover in every pool I had last week against Chicago, and I was right. Because the Bears, the Bears have a very good defense. But uh, Mitchell yeah, they're Trubisky not going to be able to blow anybody. He out. is who we thought he was, and not who uh, you know Cian uh, thought he was. You think if you flip Trubisky and Goff and and McVay had Trubisky, he'd be okay? Ooh, that's an interesting question. Possibly. Yeah, uh, I guess we'll never know. All right, Bengals Falcons. What if a t- teams did like a challenge QB trade? When was the last time we saw like just QB for QB like that in a deal? Not that the Rams would ever do golf for Trubisky, but what if, like, the Niners, what if, like, Russell Wilson said, like, F you to the Seahawks, and they traded, like, Russell Wilson for Jared Goff, the Seahawks and the Rams? I mean, that would be a crazy trade. Yeah, and I'm just saying, like, it would be cool to have, like, a QB challenge deal. Yeah, I don't see that happening. Yeah. All right, Bengals-Falcons, who's winning? Oh, I'm taking the Falcons to win. I'm probably taking them to cover five and a half. The Bengals aren't good. We know do you that. think the Bengals could win the, NFC, the AFC North, though? No, I think they're a very bad team. I think they're okay. an 8-8 eight eight team at best. Yeah. All right, I also have the Falcons. And you're the biggest Matt Ryan hater on the planet, but uh, Matt Ryan's good. Yeah, I don't hate Matt Ryan. The All right, Tampa Bay-Chicago. Uh, well, a, a terrible game. Tennessee. It's going to be Fitzpatrick versus Trubisky. Yeah, this is Fitzpatrick's last start. So if you I think so. Here's the Tennessee. thing. Fitzpatrick, the two things have to happen. If they lose and Fitzpatrick plays well, they're going to bring Winston back because they're on a losing streak. They could justify it. If they win and Fitzpatrick plays poorly... They'll bring Winston back because Fitzpatrick played poorly two games in a row, basically. So Fitzpatrick has to, A, beat a really good defense on the road, and B, play very well in that game to keep his job after the Week 5 bye. Now, I've been wrong about every single word I've said about the Bucks so far. We laughed and said Dirk Carter was going to get fired after losing yeah. this game to 0-4 on the way to 115 season. So yeah. take it with a grain of salt. But yeah, I got the Bears in this game. Yeah, and I got the Bears covered 2.5. Uh, Josh, there you go. It's the first time I've taken the – actually, I might have taken them to cover against the Packers. I don't remember anymore. But um, That Dallas-Seattle game was like a shambles of a norm of what a Dallas-Seattle game would have looked like a year or two ago. It was embarrassing. Uh, and I feel like this is another one of those. Detroit da- at Dallas. Um, both these teams are going to ruin Thanksgiving for us this year. Yeah, like, yeah they're I, both bad. I, they're both bad. Uh, I can't believe like are the Jets going to talk all year like oh my god we beat Detroit by thirty one in Detroit and now look at them they're like five and three. Uh, I actually like Detroit and Dallas to win. Okay, so good we have a disagreement. I'm going to take Dallas to win. By the way, last week our only disagreement last week, as you may recall, I picked the home team and other than the Sunday night and Monday night games where I picked uh, both of the road teams, I picked the home mm-hmm. team in every single Sunday game. And I did not do well. I went nine and seven last week, just picking winners and losers. But you want you beat me because our only disagreement was you picked uh, Washington to win. And the one game that I thought a road team was going to win was the Packers. I thought they'd get you know be upset after the. I guess mm-hmm. I just was. I, I I bought Washington week two more than Washington week one. And it yeah. turns out that what I really need to buy is the fact that the Packers two to fifty three suck and Aaron Rodgers is on one leg. So. I mean, the, yeah, the problem is Aaron Rodgers on one leg. It has nothing to do with with the rest of the of the team. Well, the rest of the team isn't very good, though. That's the point. Yeah, but they would be, the, like, the way the NFC is sort of, like, shifting downwards They a should bit. not be losing by two touchdowns to Washington. Well, but they, they have the best player in the NFL, and he's clearly very injured. Yeah. All right. Well, that, that takes us to Buffalo at Green Bay. So this was yeah. a tough line. Now, I actually got within half a point of it. But it, how much do you buy what Buffalo did against the Vikings slash how much do you not trust the Packers anymore? Right. If someone's still alive in a survivor or an anti-survivor, like, do you have the guts to pick... Well, 
Anime Survivor, you would have used Buffalo and lost already. But yeah, um, do you have the the guts to pick Green Bay in in a Survivor pool? Well, you know who I'm taking Anime Survivor this week, and again, there's only five people left in our huge pool. I'm taking your Jets. Well, do you want to say then? No, well, whatever. You're taking the Jets in Anti Survivor. In Anti Survivor, I'm taking the Jets to lose to Jacksonville. Yes. Yeah, I think that's because fair because the only other even if, even if they loss, absolutely think, shut down Bortles, they'll lose ten yeah. seven. The like only other that, automatic you know, like Jets loss I see on the schedule in terms of saving them would be against the Patriots. Well, there's five people left. There's no such thing as saving. You're just making your best pick at this point. Well, could the, be best over pick, well the best pick would be Buffalo then, I think. But I'm not taking Buffalo. I'm saving them. That's insane. Like, the pool might be over this week. Every, also, everyone else taking Buffalo. So if Buffalo wins, you could win the pool. If Buffalo And I'm, I don't know what Bay people are actually Bay. taking. I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Um, okay. Uh, all right. Buffalo, Green Bay. I'm picking. What, the Packers are a what point favorite in this game? It's 10 points. That, that's almost like people don't believe how injured Rodgers is. Like I'm taking, I'm taking the ten points there because Rodgers stinks and and yeah, I, I don't. Brett it's, it's tough for the Packers to blow anybody out right now. Uh, Deshaun oh, Kaiser, Deshaun sorry. Kaiser, yeah, they wish Deshaun Kaiser even worse. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I would stay away from betting that game, but the ten points is way too much because Aaron Rodgers is has got nothing. I mean, his stats were still good last week, but he's got nothing. Eh, Philly not at, at Tennessee. Uh, this this game's gonna be really low scoring, also. I saw Tennessee's on, defense uh, is not bad on the CBS website where you pick um, where we do our pick them our, our pick seven. Yeah, I'm in first place as you said. They have the power rankings on the homepage when you go there. They have the Tennessee Titans number five in their power rankings. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, is their power rankings literally just listing teams in order of the? Is it like a computer and the computer loved Jacksonville, so you beat Jacksonville and you you get bumped but, up? Like but the, their other win, they barely beat Houston at home, right? Like they have a good RPI. It, it, no, I'm right. saying they stink. Yeah, we we know now that Houston's bad and that Bill Bryan's about to get fired. Tennessee uh, sucks. They beat like, Blake Bortles, and they and when they lost to Miami, and I, that week one game is a total throwaway. It was a ten hour game. But, Miami's played like three of the worst five teams in the league, and they're three and zero. Yeah, and they play one, another one of the worst five teams in the league this week. Um, <laughs> well, we'll get to that. Right. So I mean, not only is Philly gonna to win, Philly's gonna cover. And, you know, this is another lock for, uh, for, for Chester, the expert picker. Right? Yeah, I have Philly winning also, but this is also an, another bad game. There's a lot of games at, uh, at 1 o'clock, but they're not good. There's only eight, actually. I'm lying. Um, it's a bad week, yeah. A Houston at Indy. Obviously, Houston needs a win to save their season. Bill O'Brien needs a win to, you know, the hot. if he doesn't get fired, the seat will be white hot this week. Uh, Indy's actually looked much better. Maybe Frank Reich is a good coach. Like that's where, or you know, I think we have to start considering that possibility and yeah, viewing so the Colts that d- way. How much of the Indy Philly game did you see? Because I don't really understand why that was a four point game. Uh, I saw like basically red zone pieces of that game. Okay. Um. It, uh. But how embarrassing Luck is playing it down and said he didn't he didn't mind it. But how embarrassing is Luck being benched for the hail mary for for Tavares? Uh, I mean, I like when team, you see college teams do that more because they no, have it's smart. No, listen, as a, the coach has to do it. But if you're luck, yeah. that's like you know you're you're like half a man at that point. Like you yeah. can't throw a hail mary. <laughs> and by the way, um, um, what's his name actually overthrew it? I think. Should you go? It was a great throw. No, it was a pretty good hail. As far as hail marys go, it was really good. Yeah. Like if football rosters were unlimited, like college football teams almost are, like the the things I would want more of are two kickers because I feel like that puts the pressure on your kickers. If you have like two good, because there's thirty more NFL caliber kickers that maybe like. They, they, they're missing something between the, their head. But there's definitely 60 kickers out there, 64 kickers, that can kick a 55-yard field goal more often than not. 
uh, nowadays. Like, there's guys who come in off the street and, and like, the Jets have a garbage kicker came in off the street and hit a 56-yarder. Um, so I think if you could carry two kickers, I would love that. Or And, like, or... And or a guy who just kicks off, which teams have done in the past, but um, like just the kickoff guy, just to you know, who could, who could nail touchback every time. I also like the only Hail Mary guy. Like if every team had like a, a Jamarcus Russell who could just like he just comes in for Hail Marys if if you need one at the end of a half. Yeah, I like more specialization. All right, um, Houston and Indy. Uh, I have Indy winning that game. You have Indy winning that game, right? Yes, yes. Well, actually, yeah, yeah, I do. If the only thing you knew, next game, Miami and New England, if the only thing you knew about the Patriots is they beat a team that looks like maybe the worst team in the league or definitely a bottom five team in the Texans in a close game. Then they lost by double digits on the road to a team that can't score. They gave up 31 points to. And then they lost to a team that had maybe the worst loss of the season in week one by 16 in a lifeless, listless loss on the road. If that's all you knew about the Patriots and you didn't know about about the five Super Bowl wins, this team would be in deep in the twenties in any power ranks. If you were just considering this season, right? That's fine. Yeah. Um. So that being said, like I think this is a pretty close game. Like obviously Belichick's going to have to turn up the heat for the Miami game, but like didn't he do that for Detroit? I I know that they could lose this game in the season, not, not even close to over. Like Edelman's going to come back. At some point this week or next week, they'll have Gordon, and then they'll have Edelman, Gordon, Hogan, White, and uh, and Gronk, and like that's still a really good five. Uh, Sony Michelle will come around. Burkhead was put on the IR this week, which is fine because White can do what he can do basically, and uh, Michelle's going to be getting most of the carries anyway. Uh, so I, I I like New England a close game. How much are they favored by again? They're favored by a touchdown. I yeah, I think I had seven and a half, which was which was too much. Um, but I like Miami, given the seven points, because I think this is going to be a close game. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not buying Miami. I'm not impressed with their 3-0 start at all. I'm not saying I'm impressed, but I don't know how much it takes to be the Patriots team right now, whose number one receiver, Hogan, has been cut like 12 times. Yeah, well, this is their last week until they get Oman back. So Yeah, I mean, you clearly were not listening to what I said. Yeah, yeah, but sure. yeah. yeah. I'm just, um, I'm... New England, uh, the, the, the New York Jetterbockers at the Jaguars. I, I'm very nervous about Sam Darnold. Like, I, I lose sleep at night thinking about Sam Darnold because I thought he was good. I did realize after the Detroit game he was getting way too much credit because, you know, they had a punt return for a touchdown. They had a pick six. Isaiah Crowell just, like, ran up the middle for a 70-yard touchdown. So it was much less on him uh, than people were giving him credit for. He had threw one nice 41-yard touchdown pass to Robbie Anderson. I Since mean, then, right now, if we're ranking the rookies, yeah. obviously Mayfield's number one. But Josh Allen's number yeah. two right now. No, no, no. Darnold's better than Josh Allen. I, I mean, you're, you'd be alone on an island saying that. I, you know, I'm not talking about future. I'm saying what they've done so far. Okay. All right. Let's see this week. Yeah. I mean, Baker Mayfield might be the greatest player in NFL history. I've never seen someone with that much confidence in my entire life came into the game like he was a, like he was friggin' Brett Favre. Yeah. Like, all right, we're winning this game. The player, like Jarvis Landry, one of the best receivers in the league. Like he was like throwing the ball so hard. Like he he has like boo boos on his fingers this week. By the way, does it surprise you by week four that we have all four of them starting? No, because it's just inevitable. The fans so badly want to see the new quarterback. Well, t- I don't think anybody effort- thought Terod Taylor would be as bad as he's been. I mean, you know. Right. Terod Taylor was unplayably bad. And Bradford. The Jets would have won, that-, Jets won, won that game by 30 if they didn't knock out Tyrod. And Bradford, people thought, would be decent until he got injured. Instead, he was atrocious. Yeah, I mean, Brad, right. I, the thing is, people were saying, and we talked about this a lot in August, that 
there was a fear that Bradford knee, his knees are totally gone. He's like third. What is he? Thirty two, but with the body of a seventy year old. And I think yeah. that's what we saw. Like sort he of can't like play in the NFL anymore, or he needs like a year off. What yeah. your whole shtick is that I I'm like much older than I am. <laughs> I feel like it's very bold for someone with gray hair to like make fun of other people <laughs> for looking old. Yeah. Um, like, are I we going to see Jack Lamar Jackson tomorrow. this year? Is the question. I think. I mean, I, I I think he was. First of all, he was the 32nd pick in the draft, so he's barely a first round pick. I, I think they thought he was a project. Uh, Flacco's going to have to get hurt, or like week 17 if they're eliminated, or if they're playing a game that's me. Well, that's the I, problem. They're going to stick around for so long. Yeah, you know that. You know, I, I, six spot in the AFC. If, if my guess is, and Flacco does not get hurt, uh, my guess is we do not see Lamar Jackson. But look, his, we saw J- we saw you know John Harbaugh. The uh, the ballsier of the Harbaugh's once bench Alex Smith in the middle of his then career year because he knew yeah. that Kaepernick on his bench was a better player. Yes, I'm not saying he doesn't have the balls to do it, but I I I, well, I don't think... know. I mean, Lamar Jackson in practice is he not out playing Joe Flacco because that's I, not he ideal. must not He's be because if he was he would he would probably be in. I don't think he is yet. I, I from my impression was that he didn't look incredible like athletically. Maybe I don't like people were not Ravens fans were not like foaming over what he was doing in in august um the, the jaguars are what eight and a half point favorites over the jets i think i saw seven and a half seven and a half uh i wouldn't bet on that game but i think i might bet on the jets i just it would be hard for the jaguars did just beat the pats by 11 two weeks ago um yeah but in each but in weeks one and three bortles look like bortles yeah i don't i don't think bortles is going to be able to move the ball the thing is that every the, the week one the teams watch tape because stafford doesn't run and the Jets let gave gave Stafford all the room in the world to run because he's not going to use it. Then in week two, Tannehill saw that and Tannehill became Michael Vick. Tannehill would just run for like 20 yards at a time. He knew he could take it whenever he wanted. Then Tyra Taylor was well aware he could do that also. And Baker Mayfield did it later in the game. So Bortles is a decent enough runner that he will be able to definitely be able to do that. And he really uses his body and throws his body into everything. So I think Bortles will have a, will be able to ha, you know have a few like crushing like third and 11 15 yard runs. Uh, I don't think he'll be able to throw the ball on the Jets too much. Uh Fournette should be back, which is a problem. Uh so I definitely like the Jaguars to win, but I like the Jets to cover, but it's not a best bet or anything. All right. Okay, let's get to right, Speaking of Baker. Uh, excuse me. Baker the four, yeah, the 4 o'clock the debut. 4 o'clock game, Baker Mayfield. Uh Baker Mayfield already better quarterback than Derek Carr, right? Like this week, if to to save your life, if you needed one of them to play quarterback, you'd pick Baker Mayfield, right? I mean, that 2016 season for the Raiders, in hindsight, is just like an insane fluke, basically. Is Amari Cooper the worst player in fantasy history to own? Because he'll have like one good game, but you don't know. I mean, T.Y. Hilton has years like this too, but like Cooper, his bad games are like one for eight. Julio but Jones' bad games has, are four for eight. T.Y. Hilton has much more talent. He just has had bad quarterbacks throwing to him. I mean, Cooper's hands Cooper are like bricks. Talent. Yeah, he can get open. Yeah, uh, listen, yeah. If Oakland can't win this game, they can't win any game. So I, I, I'm taking Oakland to win and to What's cover. What's the spread? It's, only two, it's two and a half, which I thought was very insulting. I Oakland's a two and a half point favorite or Cleveland? Oakland is. But it's mm-hmm. in Oakland. Yeah, I they like, I like, I like, yeah, I like uh, Cleveland in this game. Oh, wow. Oakland's okay. been fine. Like Oakland, they have not trailed, uh, I believe, until the fourth quarter in any game. Hold on. If you think they've been fine, why are they losing at home? To the Cleveland Browns. Well, because the Browns are a really good team. The Brown, the Saints are good, and and the, the Browns, Browns got beat lucky them to, to beat the Jets at home, and the Jets suck. So the Browns are not a really good team. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, but now they they upgraded in quarterback from a zero to a hero. 
Oh, all right, we'll see. All right, yeah. okay, so we got two disagreements. That's good. Seattle at Arizona, mm-hmm. nothing to say about this game except just pick a winner. Josh Rosen's debut. Seattle's defense, not what it once was. If I had still... seen something from Rosen, I would have the balls to pick uh, the Cardinals in this game. Because, again, yeah. it's, the same, it's the opposite of, like, if you never see a team lose, you can't imagine it happening. Same thing with the Cardinals. Like, they're yeah, not going 0-16. Well, we both picked the Cardinals to beat the Bears last week, which almost happened. But I'm, I have less confidence in What's the line here? Rosen. This is three for Seattle. Yeah, I'll pick the Cardinals with three. getting points at home against a bad team. I'll take them. But you take them to win out, right? I mean, if you're picking plus three, you sort of have to. I will pick them to win outright, sure. All right, yeah. Um, I'm going to make completely the opposite picks of these in the in the, uh, in the yeah. spread survivor, by the way. All right, I think you might be on the way out on that one, aren't you? Yeah. No, I'm still in it, but I'll be out this no. week. Yeah. Uh, Saints I'm at the second, Giants. I'm in second place there also. I mean, obviously, I'm making the same. Is this the national place. game this week, Saints-Giants? I guess it is. There's not a this lot of great the, late games. Yeah, this There's is not the a lot big of great four o'clock games. game. There's no good games at all. Yeah. Um, I think that Patrick Robinson after the year, I think Eli will be able to move the ball this week. Evan Ingram's out, but I, I, I think I, I think Barkley looks better and better every week. I think the Giants will be able to move the ball in the Saints defense. They obviously won't be able to stop Breeze at all. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I'd be interested to see if what the over is. It might be the highest of any game that I'm looking at. Maybe Kansas City, Tennessee. Denver might be. Oh yeah, K- high Casey. Also. Well, uh, we didn't. I guess that's that yet, fifty-five. Yeah. I would say probably something like that. Um, uh, the Saints are are what point favorites in New York? Three. Yeah, I'll take the Saints. I got one on the nose. Yeah, I'm going to take New Orleans also. Although the Giants going into Houston and winning was was a real shocker to me. Well, maybe Houston's bad. Uh, what's Niners. The story, what's the story with Deshaun Watson? Is he he's just... fine. Deshaun Watson is coming back from an ACL that he doesn't necessarily need to be playing. Uh, with yet he is ha- has a horrendous coach and the worst offensive line again we I talked about this when I picked this, the Texans stupidly to make the Super Bowl I said they have great talent can the team with the 32nd best offensive line make the Super Bowl I said yes and I was obviously wrong Deshaun Watson is really really good if you put Deshaun Watson on the Rams right now he'd be putting up Pat Mahomes numbers and right, he's so not I... even close and he's running for a lot also like he shouldn't be playing probably in a perfect world and he's been incredible considering he has zero seconds to throw. All right. So I uh, did a re-ranking of the quarterbacks a couple of days ago. Yeah. Where Do you want to guess where I had to, where I have Deshaun Watson? Well, I mean, you're wrong. You're, you didn't consider this. Like, whatever it's going to be, it's stupid. Okay. Well, if, in the uh, preseason... Let's, say, let's say you put him at 19. In August, I had him at 16. Okay. You put, so 21? No, he's actually 14 right now, and I don't even understand how that's possible, how he's gone up. No, he, I mean, Deshaun Watson's good. Like, this well, year, I, okay, so here's with, the thing. With, he's, with, he's healthy, this is going to be the last Bill O'Brien year, and their offensive line is never going to be worse than this. Deshaun Watson, like, buy a lot of 2019 Deshaun Watson stock. Unless he just gets murdered this year because their offensive line is so bad, he gets, well, like, knocked well, out for next year. The reason he moved up two spots, despite the fact that um, he is part of the reason he was 16, is I wasn't sure if he was healthy, and he is healthy now. And Dak Prescott has dropped... Derek Carr has dropped, and Jimmy Garoppolo uh, is uh, you know now dead. So uh, at least for this season. So C.J. Beathard is uh, number thirty-two on my list. So so Deshaun Mm -hmm. Watson is, but he's not. The thing about Watson is, I thought a month into the year he'd be back into the top ten, and Patrick Mm -hmm. Mahomes has sort of stolen all his thunder. Yeah. So, you know, where do you have Mahomes at one? If you, I I have Holmes at six right now. (laughs) 
I have the same five. I have the same five as I did before. Rogers, Brady, yeah. Breeze, Walser, Wilson, Matt Ryan, and then I have Mahomes right there. It's funny for Ryan Hater. You, you, you think he's the fifth best quarterback in the league, but you also sort of think he sucks and is widely overrated. No, I don't think he sucks. I just I, you actually I think, think he's. You probably think he's worse stats wise, like for fantasy. Yeah, and I also think that he's he's a big distant drop after the top four. I think he's closer to ten than he is to four. Right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, so San Francisco at the Chargers. Uh, this game is going to be a blowout. Bethard, Bethard oh, is like... I don't like, know. I, I'm taking San Francisco. I don't understand why it's a blowout. Like, don't we believe a little bit in 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 the coaching and the system yeah. there? No, I agree. I agree. But it's his first game. Bethard is not as bad as people think. Well, I then why would, are the Chargers 10.5 point favorites? In, would you trade for Tyrod Taylor? I mean, there's, they're one and two. The season isn't over, but there's no reason to really mortgage any part of the No, future. you know what I would do? I would bring Colin Kaepernick back at San Francisco, for God's sake. Yeah, I, it's the one place where he would, where I mean, they would be okay. I mean, that horse has left the barn, I guess, but... Yeah, I mean, I don't, he can't even play because you'd make more money from his lawsuit than as a backup yeah. quarterback. <laughs> it's like uh, Marcus Lattimore, who never played also for the Niners. Yeah. They drafted him. Yeah. He can't play because his, his insurance is like 10 or $12 million. So unless you're willing to give like a washed up old running back, you know, make him the best player, paid player in the league, he literally can't play. Um, I'm going to pick the Chargers there, but I get why you picked the Niners. And then the Sunday night game, they love having this on Sunday night. The, nobody loves the Ravens-Steelers matchups more than Michaels and Collinsworth. Like, I don't think I, they're fine. I have no problem with them, but but I, I feel like NBC overrates them. Yeah, well, Pittsburgh, we don't know if, you know, what they are yet. You know, they, they jumped out to that big lead in Tampa like they should have, like we predicted, and they sort of held on for dear life. Um, and Baltimore, in week one, you know, they blew the doors off of Buffalo, which, which who knows in hindsight what that means because Buffalo just went into Minnesota, obviously. But then mm-hmm. they lost badly at Cincinnati. Beating Denver doesn't really mean much. So I still think, you know, I'm sticking with my preseason prediction, which is that Baltimore grabs that sixth seed in the, in the AFC. And I think still, I still think Pittsburgh's winning this division. So I'm going to take Pittsburgh to win. Mm-hmm. At a three-point spread, it's tough. I guess I'll take Pittsburgh to cover, but I'm not that confident about it. I, I think I picked Baltimore in, in Spread Survivor. It's really close. Um, if you're that confident that they're, as a lock that Baltimore's covering, then how are you not picking them to win? Because uh, there's no game I'm confident about this week. Okay. I'm like picking against – I literally picked against two or three games like of my locks right now just thinking about it uh yeah this i, I predict a tie i'm saying baltimore pittsburgh ends in a tie okay i mean by the way people are acting one. way Let's too crazy see. about about like how many ties there were yeah. considering like the 10 minute overtime is designed to have way more ties than the 15 minute overtime yeah and i mean you saw like the saints not... the falcons never got the ball and had the saints let's say fumbled on the three yard line they would Could barely have, have had time to like they have two timeouts in two minutes like to get downfield like it's yeah. possible they couldn't even gotten the scoring position. Yeah, uh, I'm predicting a tie. All it and takes then, is a couple of missed field goals, and you get a tie, basically. Yeah, and Pittsburgh is the right place to do it. Casey at Denver, the Monday night game. Kind of like this matchup. Keenum's been a little frisky. Uh, Denver is definitely going to be able to get to Mahomes more than uh, the Niners did. But you're and, not actually uh, taking who, Denver, are you? What's the spread? Oh, well, I meant to win. It's no, four and but, a half. Four and a half is very tempting. I'm taking um, Denver to cover, but not to win. I'm going to take them to win. I'm picking Denver to win this game. Oh, wow. I mean, I'm definitely okay. picking them to cover. That's like my my one of my better bets. Uh, but I'll All pick right. them to win. Why not? This is meaningless. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note. Yeah. So I'm 35. Uh, you've been 35 for a long time. Uh, do you have any any? Uh, uh, how about this? Do you have uh, Do you have a minute? Should we rank? 
Should we rank the 35s? What do you mean? Should like we, sorry, I'm stupid. Who are number 35? Should we rank the birthdays that end in five, from 5, 15, 25 through 95? Well, we don't have experience with all of them yet, but yeah, we can do that. All right, so I, th- I think that five is the best because five is like a, a birthday where you're old enough to be excited to have an opinion on which friends get invited, have an opinion on what the party is, whereas when you're two and three, it's sort of like the cake maybe is a, is a character you like, but you're not like deciding what kind of party it is necessarily. Yeah. I think five is the best. Five is the best. And then I think 95 is probably second because that's like you made it. If you're 95, like your friends are all dead, you won. Yeah, but nobody's having like a big celebratory 95th birthday. No, nobody, no. Definitely not for 95. 90, if you still have a lot of family or 100, you would have. But 95 wouldn't be a big. But I I do think that's like a fist pump in your nursing home birthday. I mean, 65, you got that sweet Social Security coming in. So that's 65 is good. By the time we're 65, it won't exist anymore, but at least for our parents. Right. Well, we won't exist and Social Security won't exist. True. Yeah. Um, Um, 25, I think for Congress, you don't have to pay that surcharge for rent to cars anymore. Yeah, 25 is okay, but I think 15 might be better than 25. No, 15 is garbage. You're like in the middle of your teenage angst. You're like, you know, I don't know. It's weird because you're like too old normally to have a real birthday party. Like, Yeah, who you did know, you have a have birthday at 15? I don't know anybody with a birthday party when they were 15. I, I don't, I'm trying to, th- like, I can't remember off the top of my head because you have bar mitzvah. I'd assume before that, like when you're 11 and 12, you probably have still have some semblance of a birthday party. But I think after bar mitzvah, you're done. Or if you have a 13th birthday, if you're not Jewish. Um, I, I just don't, I don't know, like 14, 15, and then at some point it becomes like, okay to have a birthday party again. That's weird, right? Yeah. Like, well, the things we're like too cool for in high yeah. school, we should just always be too cool for. I said to my wife, uh, we had to make like a three hour trip back. And I said like, oh, I don't want to be like in transit for like three hours the day of my birthday. Like that's boring. She's like, are you a baby? I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, like, who cares? Like, what, what does that mean? It's your birthday. And now there are people who still claim like their birthday week or their birthday month. And she was like, no, no, no. You don't get to enjoy your birthday. Yeah, no, that's clearly insane. I'm here with you. It's over in yeah. a minute. Um, this is the choice that you made, my friend. Listen, you messaged me. You said 11 o'clock, my birthday. Yeah. Podcast. <laughs> yeah. We're no going. We're not going to 20th Street or whatever. That's a that's a callback for all you hardcore uh, uh, 32 fans listeners. Okay. All right. So, any other ones worthwhile? So, thirty-five, you can run for president. That's about it. Um, I, I think thirty-five, forty-five, fifty-five. Your life is, is you know, forty-five is 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 tricky. Fifty-five, it's like, oh man, I'm old. Yeah. I feel like my parents have been in their late fifties for like a decade, and they're not even close to sixty yet. Yeah, your parents are really young. Yeah. But... Well, listen, they have a kid in high school still. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it is funny because really like old. a lot of times people will say I'm old, and then they'll immediately realize, oh, my parents are older than yours, Akiva. Like people who are in their twenties, this happens all the time. I don't know what good that does me. Like that I have young parents. I mean, it was good when I was a kid. Like my dad was very spry, and he's like, "Hey, let's go on a road trip to Cleveland to watch some baseball games and go to like a basketball or 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 a hockey playoff game in Pittsburgh." And uh, you know, let's fly to Oakland and San Francisco on like the, top, uh, the drop of a hat. So like having a young dad is fun because they could do stuff like that. Like my sister, she doesn't have that. My dad would just hand hand her his credit card. And which has like a much higher limit now and and say like, all right, you know, so like they got to do fun things like, hey, I want to go. My sister's just like going to Atlanta this week to like hang out with a friend. I'm sure I could have done that when uh, I was a kid, in, but it didn't even occur to me school? like I was allowed to ask for stuff like that. In what? high school? That's that's kind of insane. Well, she's going. There's a holiday this weekend, as you know, like or or on Sunday night. 
and she met a friend in camp and she wants to like see Atlanta. So she's going to Atlanta for like five days. All right. Yeah, uh, Rabbi Lou is uh, crushing it, apparently. Rabbi Lou, well, listen, you're going to meet Rabbi Lou for the first time. My parents are happy. I think they're excited to meet you. Do you make a good impression on parents? Well, not when I show up for a serial tournament. <laughs> well, they will they know that their son is like a huge dork who, who's doing this. You could like make fun of the serial tournament with them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my mom hates all people who eat, so she will be disgusted by the serial tournament. She's anti-food. Not like you don't like, you don't care about food. Like she just doesn't eat. She, she like thinks people who eat are losers. Oh, Eating is for the week. Yeah, no, you meet my parents. Uh, yeah. Should we get, should we get um, Kayla Wienicker involved in the serial tournament? No, what we need to do is we need to end this podcast. It's after midnight. I'm tired. Yeah, I lost my chance. All right, let's go. We will see you next week for week five, and then in 10 days from now, Saturday night, October 6th, live on Long Island, the greatest event in internet history. It's a serial tournament. Um, check either my Twitter or the 32 Fans Facebook group for the Google form that Chester doesn't realize I'm about to make him make before he goes to sleep. Uh, good night, everybody. We love you. Bye. Bye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.